Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative. Hi, this is Rich with NCAT. We're going to hear from County Rail Farm. Margaret DeBona and Tracy Potter Fins own this small farm west of Missoula, Montana. They provide fresh, high-quality, certified organic produce to their community via a group CSA program, the Missoula Farmers Markets. They also market at a variety of stores and restaurants through the Western Montana Growers Co-op. Let's hear what they have to say about developing their food safety plan and going through a gap audit. I'm Margaret Tabona and with my partner Tracy Potter Fins, we farm County Rail Farm in Dixon, Montana. We've been farming here for six years. We're certified organic and uh, part of the homegrown Montana group. And we sell diverse uh, vegetable crops to the Western Montana Growers Cooperative based in Missoula. Um, and so our uh, products go all over uh, the state of Montana through them. And we also sell at the farmer's market in Missoula on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Um, you want to talk about our marketing strategy? Yeah, so we grow on about an acre um, of land and we produce quite a bit from that acre. We produced a little over two tons uh, last season. And we do a lot of salad greens and arugula, and a lot of those are pre-bagged, like this one, um, for sale in grocery stores um, and at the farmer's market. And they have our logo on them, um, and we put a lot of time and effort into making our logo unique and um, making sure it was recognizable. Um, throughout the sort of produce world um, and so our logo goes on almost everything that we make um, that goes out to grocery stores if, even if it's bulk produce our, our logo is on the label on the box and in terms of marketing we do a lot of social media type marketing we're on Facebook and Instagram um, we have a website and we do a lot of email emails out to our members and to whoever's on our email list, uh, which helps us become more recognizable and just have a more personal connection with our customers. Um, and we decided to become GAP certified in 2014, the late 2014 we started that process. Yeah, so the process started because uh, we had been growing arugula and salad uh, throughout the season, so at least 25 successions, is yes. that true? Between 22 and 25 a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we would plant it every week and harvest every week. Um, and so part of our marketing was having a steady supply of salad for folks. It's just like an easy vegetable for people to eat, um, and people are willing to pay uh, extra for it. And so we wanted to do retail bags of the salad and arugula, um, but we wanted to be sure that our customers knew that it wasn't technically washed and that they should wash it before um, eating it. And so we started doing lot numbers on those bags even before Gap so that we could trace back and forward um, the product if something went wrong. And, um, and then when the co-op 
started this group gap project, we felt like it was just a logical progression from the greens doing the lot numbers and all the record keeping we were already doing with the organics program to do the gap program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we wound up doing a group gap through the Western Montana Growers Co-op um, starting in 2015. So this is our second season with complying with all of the gap standards and being audited. Um, and we've been able to whittle down the big uh, farm standards. So most of the gap standards are geared towards larger farms, 2,000 acres, 500 acres or more. Um, and for our production purposes, we needed to alter those regulations, not the regulations, but alter our plan to make it fit um, for our scale to take those standards that were geared towards very large farms and put them into place for our small operation. Um, and it meant a lot of figuring out what worked and what didn't um, in terms of our plan. And with the help of the Growers Co-op and um, the Lake County Community Development Corporation. Thank you. Um, we were able to come up with something that really works for us. And uh, so I started with a template. Um, I think it's from Cornell. And so you, it's sort of a fill in the blank in some places. And in other places, it's more of a writing your own procedure. Um, I worked on it mostly in the winter of 2014-15, but um, I'm constantly editing and updating it um, because things change on the farm. There's sections there right now about goats, and right now we don't have goats, so I left them in so you could see what we were sort of doing to manage them, but um, I'll need to go through and take those out to update it for this year. So it's, it's a changing document. Um, I didn't personally write all those words. It was, it was like already set up, and I'm sure we'll take a peek at that today. What's, what's nice about our operation is that it's so small. So the two of us knew what was in the plan and could pretty easy, easily adjust our behaviors and our um, procedures to fit that plan. And we started, we weren't implementing in the middle of the season. So when we first um, started doing all of this stuff, we trained our one employee last year how to do it this way, which also helped us because she didn't know how to do it any other way. Um, you know, I would like start to walk in the warehouse without, without washing my hands, and Robin would be washing her hands, and I'm like, I'm wash my hands too. <laughs> um, and I think that, that helped us a lot. Um, because we were able to train someone how to do it right without having any previous experience. And for the most part, Margaret did a really good job of adapting the plan to what we were mostly already doing. So there were a couple things like spraying our harvest totes with a, with a sanitizer after we sprayed. We, we were already spraying them out, but we weren't disinfecting them. So that's one extra step, but it's a pretty easy one to slip in. Um, and a lot of it is paperwork, and we developed checklists, which you'll see. So instead of every day being like, okay, I did this and this, I did that and that, we have a checklist that you just go down every harvest day and you say, check, 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 that we, oh, we need to empty the wash water, okay, we did a check. Instead of going through all of those steps every time in your head and not having them in a 
list. Um, so I think the other the other factor, obviously, is that we have an incredible infrastructure here that we did not have to develop um, that part of it. We already had this packing house, and we already had covered areas for most of our equipment. So that part of it was really easy for us, and it's not easy for other farms. Um, we got really lucky there. So I think all of those factors combined meant that there, there isn't, hasn't been a huge gap between what's in our plan and what we're actually doing in the field. I think for me, it was just looking at all the log sheets that were provided and deciding which ones related to the plan, and then printing them off, adjusting them if they needed to be customized, and then and then I use that as my point to organize because there's so much going on. But if you just check in with your log sheets and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't cleaned out the truck in a while, I should do that and then write it down. Um, that can shape uh, your plan. It's sort of coming at it from the other direction. But having written the plan, it's easier for me to come at it from the log sheets on a day-to-day -day basis. I didn't figure everything else, everything out at once and have it ready to go on day one. It was just a process of um, writing the plan and then doing, you know, sort of like a practice audit and then doing, you know, another audit and every time, um, you know, we got closer to sort of like fulfilling the right requirements. and. Um, there was no point where anybody was like, I'm sorry, this is not gonna work. Like, it was just like, here's some things you need to improve. And so um, viewing it as a process, I think will be easier for folks. Um, it doesn't happen in one day. It's not, it's not done. I, I'm gonna go back and like edit my plan this year. Um, and, a lot of those edits make it simpler and more user-friendly. So it's just finding those things that are going to make it work for you. You can find other episodes of ATRA, Voices from the Field, along with ATRA's other sustainable agriculture resources at www.atra.ncat.org. That's www.attra.ncat.org.